This is the day the Lord has made. Welcome again to 5-Minute Devotions. My name is Jeff Kester. Today we'll be continuing our walk through the book of Acts, and I'll be reading Acts chapter 6, verses 1 through 7 out of the New Living Translation. But as the believers rapidly multiplied, there were rumblings of discontent. The Greek-speaking believers complained about the Hebrew-speaking believers, saying that their widows were being discriminated against in the daily distribution of food. So the twelve called a meeting of all the believers. They said, We apostles should spend our time teaching the word of God, not running a food program. And so, brothers, select seven men who are well-respected and are full of the spirit and wisdom. We will give them this responsibility. Then we apostles can spend our time in prayer in teaching the word. Everyone liked this idea, and they chose the following. Stephen, a man full of faith in the Holy Spirit, Philip, Prochorus, Nicaron, Timon, Parmenius, and Nicholas of Antioch, an earlier convert to the Jewish faith. These seven were presented to the apostles, who prayed for them as they laid their hands on them. So God's message continued to spread. The number of believers greatly increased in Jerusalem, and many of the Jewish priests were converted too. If you go or attend a smaller church, the odds are your pastor does just about everything. They're the pastor, the Bible study leader, head of the board of elders or directors. They're the marketing person, the social media person, whatever. They are everything. They're in charge of so many different things and they're spread really thin. And the reality is because they're spread so thin, they don't do one thing or one or two things really well. You know, I see this a lot with pastors. When they start spreading themselves too thin, something gets put to the wayside. You know, maybe it's preaching. Maybe it's Bible studies. Maybe it's, you know, social media. Whatever it might be, things get, tend to get put on the back burner. And something suffers because they're spread too thin. You know, I, I've been in this position myself as a church leader where I've got so many different hats I'm wearing that something winds up suffering somewhere along the line. Maybe I'm spending too much time with the youth and maybe the music portion of my job suffers a little bit. Or maybe I'm pushing too much on the worship aspect and the youth ministry part of my job suffers. And there's this back and forth and that happens when you're wearing too many hats because all that comes with social media and connecting with people and writing curriculum and all this stuff. You see, it's really hard for pastors to do all those things. And the disciples understood that. They wanted to do one thing really well, and that was preaching and teaching. If they could do that really well and not focus on some of the other things and hand some of that stuff off to others, they could be really good at the one thing, which to them was telling and preaching about God. So they didn't want to, what they refer to in the New Living Translation as a food program, today we might call it a food pantry. You know, basically food for the hungry is what they were working on. So let's call it a food pantry. And so if they were around today, maybe they would have been equivalent to a smaller church where they're running the food pantry, they're running the social media account, they're running all the Bible studies, they're running all this, and they just get burned out. If you're in a smaller church and you see your pastors doing this, encourage them. Maybe ask if you can take something off their plate. If you're an adult, if you're a teenager, maybe there's some way that you can help out in some other way. But notice that your pastors can't do it all. His disciples understood this very well. 
But I think it's sometimes hard for us to understand that in 2017. You see, we pay our pastors. We expect them to do a lot. And because we pay them and because they're employees, we expect them to exponentially do all these things and magically get it all done. You see, some of these pastors have to manage, you know, if they've got schools and all these other things, multi-million dollar corporations. And odds are they've had zero business classes. They've got to manage, you know, again, if they're at a school, 50 people on the payroll. But in reality, before then, they might have only managed two, if any. You see, it's a big jump to go to a church, and there's a lot of responsibility. People expect you to be on the cutting edge of all these things. People expect you to do it all and have all the answers. So I ask you, in this really crazy busy time of year, the Christmas season, if you see your pastor, tell them they're loved. And if you can, if you're comfortable enough, give them a big hug and say, I think you're doing a great job. You see, pastors are asked to do a whole heck of a lot. And even the disciples knew it at this time, that you can't do everything. And I think as a church worker, and I've seen it a lot, that we ask our pastors to do so much. We ask and put so much on their plate. And we demand so much from them. And so often they get burned out. The burnout rate of church workers is astronomical. So at this special time of year, I want you to think about that. Do we as a church ask too much of our church workers? Do we put too much on their plate? And if you run into your pastor or any other church leaders this coming week, pull them aside, give them a hug, send them a text, a tweet, whatever it might be, and say, I appreciate you. Because they don't hear that very often. And sometimes the churches don't understand like the early disciples did. That you need to spread out and delegate. Sometimes we ask too much of them. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I pray for all the church workers out there. Those that are struggling. Those that are burning out. God, I pray that you lighten them a new fire. Uh, Give them a passion this holiday season, God, as things just ramp up where... Everybody's coming back to church and and God, give them just the sense of awe and just a, um, just reignite the flame and their purpose for being where you've called them to be. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Remember, you are a love child of God. And how are you going to echo Christ today? We'll see you tomorrow.